Welcome to the You, Me and the GP radio show, a health exercise and nutrition show for over 40s who want to get back to their best. Discover how to keep yourself fit, healthy and full of energy. Each week, your hosts Rich Clark and Dr. Mark Daniels will answer your questions and interview special guests. Rich Clark is an exercise scientist and nutritionist who helps over 40s thrive, not just survive in today's busy world. Dr. Mark Daniels is a practicing GP with 25 years experience. He's had notable success with his patients using simple dietary changes rather than medication to provide improvements. Living in Wales with their families, they see the effect poor health has on people on a daily basis and how easily it can be turned around. Sit back and enjoy our tips and advice. Hello and welcome to another episode of You, Me and the GP. And today I'm here again with a uh, very special guest, Dr. John Anderson, and my co-host here, uh, Dr. Mark Daniels. I want to say hello, Mark. Hi, everyone. How's your day been? Oh, good. I wasn't in work. Tell me, what, I know what you were up to. Tell everyone you've been up to all afternoon. I'm playing golf. So Lovely. Yeah. And you had a good... Yeah, I played to nine. I was good. I was happy. Awesome. <laughs> played to nine. John, unfortunately not as exciting a day. What do you get up to? I've been down in the orifice. Yes. Working out <laughs> yeah, there. Working in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, working in the That means, uh, yes. Good man. Yeah, I've had a busy day um, helping and caring for my patients. Today. Good man. Good man. And uh, helping me now uh, to, to, yeah. to educate people. Uh, today, without further ado, we're going to get stuck into the controversial topic, which is mercury, mercury fillings, mercury removal, uh, the, the pros, the cons, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're going to get stuck into this topic now for the next sort of 25, 30 minutes. And John, if you can remind everybody how you became one of Britain's first mercury-free dentists. Yeah, back in the mid-80s, I was working in a practice in Swansea. And I'd been put to work in a room where there was no ventilation. And in those days, like, a lot of mercury fillings were getting mixed in a room where there was sort of raw mercury and the, the silver powder got mixed together. So there were fumes coming off. Wow. I was probably breathing it all in, as well as taking old fillings out, breathing all that in. And I just became ill. I ended up in hospital. And no one really knew what was wrong with me. What symptoms do you have? Terrible pain in my kidneys, lower back. I um, started trying to find information out about it myself, which was hard in those days because it was before the internet. Um, BI, pure, before internet. <laughs> yeah. Purely by chance, I met chap who's now no longer with us called Jack Levinson who set up the British Mercury Free Dental Society he was based up in London but he happened to have a holiday home down in Swansea where he used to come down to for the weekend I met him one day and he got me uh, to introduce to like minded people and he would share information with me and show me how to do things properly So what would they say back in the day then this little kind of very Healthy little group of quacks for what you were, want of a better word. Um, mm. You were not, that's what you were, but just to remind everybody in the first podcast, John was actually on the newspaper, on the front of the newspaper, being sort of slandered really for his choice to go mercury free. So yeah. when you get together with these boys, what were they, 
would you be whispering or not literally whispering but you know would be like passing on secret journal papers because it's not, against not. the it was against the bloody rules wasn't it well it wasn't against the rules as such it was just a minority opinion mm. in, in dentistry and medicine there's a sort of concept that you go with a majority decision fair um, point yeah. bollum rule or something well right the bollum rule right right uh, okay I'm not sure if it still is yes. the latest rule, but in those days, if you stepped outside the norm, you were putting your head above the parapet to get yourself shot down. Yeah, basically. get it taken off. Uh, but, and I had a lot of hassle in those days, um, but I was prepared to do it because I knew in my own gut feeling that was the correct way to go. Um, your, your own kidney feeling? The yeah. ache in your kidneys told you it was the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah, so, uh, for my own health, but then I thought, well, it's good enough for me, it's good enough for everyone else. And yeah. I lost a lot of patients because of it. Mm. But then I gained an awful lot more, yeah. and I gained the people who were concerned about their health and, mm. and started to build a more holistic sort of practice. What were you using instead of mercury at the time? I used the same stuff, I don't know. Similar sort of material. It's but it's not the same brand. It's improved right. over the years. What is it made of? I mean, it's Basically, it's uh, it's called a composite. Right. It's a resin filling, but it's got glass, right. basically particles in, yeah. to give it the strength, the appearance. Mm, sure. Less um, leakage, less... Um, exactly. Still, still you toxic. Bond, you actually bond it to yeah. the teeth. Yeah. The one I particularly use is the least toxic. Yeah, anyone that can get. Gonna, that that, even some composites have metal in them. Yeah, or metal sulfate. You know, let's not get away from the the point that what, if you've got a big bleeding hole in your tooth, something's got to go in that, or you've got to have it out. So sometimes it's a lesser of of, of yeah, two evils exactly. sort of thing. So, but tell before. But if you break, let me just say that in a school these days, if right? a thermometer is broken, it contains mercury. They seal the hole room off and have to get special sort of people in to come and clean up mm. when I was a kid in school we used to yeah. roll mercury around yeah, the table and flick yes. it at each other yeah. <laughs> but the, we, have mercury, we have mercury kits that, no, we have very mercury few mercury things uh, you know blood pressure right, yes. left. most of them are not mercury but we have because we've got two or three left we have special kits in cases of spillage. There's a whole yeah. pack ah, of stuff yeah. in case yeah, in cases of spillage. So yeah, yeah. it is dangerous stuff. Yeah. So they, they, they kind of um, accept that it's really dangerous in that form, yeah. but yet, John, it's okay to... Apparently it's okay to put it in your mouth. There we go. Or, or have in your mouth. The, so, same, the same people who've got it in their mouth wouldn't eat, I don't know, tuna, because it's got mercury in it. Yeah, yeah. It's got much less mercury. A lot of people will only eat organic food they're chewing it with mercury filling yeah. so yeah. we'll save you money you've told me that when John <laughs> top tip that if you've got mercury fillings don't bother with organic food it kind of negates the whole process really uh, um, so to stick it back a step now anybody out there they're thinking in their minds they're thinking so mercury's obviously bad because we've just been on a bit of a, a, a bit of a sort of rant about how bad it is so what's so bad about it why is it bad well, it's the second most toxic substance that exists after plutonium oh there we are this comes second place behind a cracker <laughs> like plutonium and nuclear uh, as far as I'm, I'm aware it's like a nuclear kind at least of, the uh, teeth aren't going to blow up yeah, yeah, yeah right so there's that it's very toxic 
That's it. Yeah. End of conversation. Thank you. <laughs> Press stop. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. So, what about the fact that it's a paste and it's not solid in your mouth? I think it actually expands when it's, you know, the mercury doesn't put into it, though. Mm. It actually expands and causes lots of micro fractures within the remaining tooth structure, which is why bits fall off even after you've had a filling. Right. And then they get patched up and people end up needing crowns mm. on top of the mercury filling. So mm. you may have a mercury filling with a gold crown on top. So you've then got two different metals. <coughs> what happens with two metals? They react on it. Yeah. Something called a galvanic effect. Like in the practice they've got a little machine which will measure how much galvanic currents and voltages. And some they measure like 10,000 times higher than what your brain electricity works So on. the current coming out of that tooth... But you're within yeah. two or three inches of your brain. A thousand causes, times more current going through your tooth than causes, it is your brain. And causes an interference. So when you hear people say they've got brain fog... Yeah. They've got a mouthful of mercury. Yeah. Uh, it's a, so the mercury attaches itself and, and it, it, the vapour kind of goes up and it goes into the brain, yeah. uh, the kidneys, uh, the thyroid, yeah, uh, all the organs, heart, so all these mm. organs, they, they found uh, very, very high levels of, of mercury in them. Actually transported around the body in your red blood cells, it combine, it pushes the heme part of the haemoglobin out of sync and attaches it's instead, so you've got less oxygen carrying capacity within your red blood cells. So as an athlete, Richard, it's going to be detrimental. You know, yeah, you want as much oxygen there. Yeah, flying around your body as you can. You know, if you've got mercury, you're not at peak performance. No, no. And also, I read and I've been um, taught that it attaches itself similarly uh, to the thyroid and it displaces the iodine. I think, help me here. Uh, it's just, it's basically, iodine, you're in trouble. Displaces the iodine, and that's why you really need to nourish your thyroid when you go through a mercury. I've been through a, a mercury detox, and I worked with a gentleman called uh, Phil Richards to, to do it, and he gave me a, a really kind of uh, involved protocol. And if, don't quote me on it, but from my memory, I, I believe that's what one of the big focuses was, was trying to give the thyroid a big helping hand because it's under a lot, a lot of. Um, pressure when you've um, yeah. got mercury in your mouth and obviously when you're, you're going through a removal period. Some people, Mark, you might have heard this, they say, got mercury in your mouth, leave it alone. Don't touch it. Have you heard that, Mark? Yeah, I've heard it, but I, I don't know. I mean, John may be able to yeah, say what to tell us, Tell us what you would say to that, John, really. You know, it's okay, leave it there. Don't take it out because it'd be more dangerous to remove it than it would to leave it in. To me, that is the equivalent of having a tap that's not quite turned off, and it's just dripping. It's drip, drip, slowly just letting the mercury out of the fillings into the body. So how would you take the mercury out safely? How do you do that? Right, so we've got some different techniques from what we would normally be doing if we were to treating a turf just had some decay in. So we call a little rubber dam that we put over the turf. So that isolates the mercury from going like all over the mouth. So we're just taking the, the suction away 
Mm-hmm. People aren't sort of swallowing lumps of filling. Yeah. Um, we put a mask over the nose so they're not breathing the mercury they put in. We use special drill bits so when we section the filling, we're getting it out in big chunks rather than just grinding it down to a powder. Um, tend to give some charcoal tablets beforehand. Before. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I refer patients to have some dietary advice and detox advice. Mm-hmm. I would Alongside the auto ritual. I saw something else you forgot to mention, John. You, you use a um, microscope. To make, yeah. to make sure, I, I, I just go on a tangent here, had an email off a lady, um, she'd had massive mercury uh, removal job done, unsuccessfully so, she had it done by somebody who was NHS and they removed the mercury and replaced everything, she subsequently got very ill, very very ill, I'm not going to say exactly what, I don't want to be able to identify her, um, she then went to see John, John had a look at her teeth and all the mercury was still there pretty much. So the chap who'd taken it out, he'd done it by eye right. and there was so much left in there um, that... I can't, even, I can't even think of who we're talking about now. But, um, right, okay, but I'll, I'll mention the, after. The dentist yes. had um, taken half of the mercury filling out and put a white filling on top yeah. and left. A lot of mercury underneath. Mercury underneath. Mm. They'd done half a job. But I think it's wrong to say... It was a dump on the NHS because some NHS. Oh no, I'm not saying. Yes, yes, it um, wasn't a. It's it, it not like a dividing line. No, no, good and bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, and I mean, you know, we need to keep things balanced. Yeah. Not, it's not an mm. attack on the NHS, but the point I was making was make sure you see a mercury removal specialist because otherwise it can cause more problems and you, you can, can yeah. potentially become sicker afterwards. Yeah, it's, uh, mercury mercury free and there's mercury safe right um, okay. mercury safe is where I like to think I was right okay good what's the difference yeah difference because I'm taking these precautions that we right uh, okay right 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 okay. mercury free just take it out just take it out and then put something that's not mercury back in right okay but they don't Necessary care of you sort of swallowing half of the old stuff at, at the same time, breathing it in, and yeah. uh, so there's no care really for yeah, the process to, to go well, that sort of thing. Good. Is there a big industry in, in uh, taking mercury fillings out now? Has it become a fashionable thing to do? I think a lot of patients are demanding it. Right. Um, more dentists sort of doing mercury-free dentistry now because they're stopping training dentists in the dental schools to use mercury. So they're training them to use... They're training to use alternative materials. Right. So it's a shift. uh, A dentist who works in my practice, who qualified a couple of years ago, when he trained, he only did one mercury filling in his training. Right, brilliant. Um, He had to do one just to know what it was like. So it is moving away. Good. Brilliant well, news. That's great. great. Yeah. That's for everyone wants to hear. The worldwide ban is yeah, going to come in. Imminent, uh, most countries have accepted this. and One country has actually tried to argue against it. Mm. And guess where that is? No, that's is it. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it can't be, surely. So we are trying to say, no, no, Mercury's okay. They're still yeah. sort of sticking their, sort yeah. of digging their heels in. No, even countries like Uganda have gone Mercury-free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to say... 
Yeah, yeah, Britain. No, yeah. we don't. We're British. No, no, we what's don't the, agree with it. What's the difference in cost between a, a mercury filling and a mercury free filling? I mean, that's yeah. Um, good, good question. Yeah, I mean, like an NHS patient, I think they pay about forty pounds for a filling. Right. Um, you're probably looking at at least double mm. the cost. It's not a, not a massive difference. It's, no. not, it's not like five times the difference or anything. No, 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 no. When a filling hopefully mm. with there for 20 odd years or whatever. Well, I hope so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... Um, we've, got, we've got other alternatives to uh, the composites. Mm. We've got porcelain ones. Yeah. They are probably <laughs> five times yes. when they, they're yeah. getting costly. But is, that, is that better, porcelain better than um, the composites? Yes, it's a harder... Substance and it's probably closer to your natural yeah. enamel. I'm just thinking of plates and dishes, they don't seem to be very strong to me. They don't porcelain. Fine china. Yeah, yeah. it's quite uh, a mouthful of fine china, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. So, okay, we've got that covered there. With the cost, then, um, just to, I had 13 removed and I paid just over a thousand quid. Um, and about four four years ago, three four years ago, I'd have had that done, and my energy and my health has uh, greatly improved. That's been combined with other health changes as well. Like I cleaned up my oral hygiene and my general kind of uh, lifestyle. But um, that's what people are looking at if they they want to do this. Again, if you've got one or two mercury fillers, John, it, you know it's not the end of the world, probably, is it? Uh, but then I've seen know? someone with one. Mm. So they were quite ill. Mm. They'd one taken out and they, and felt, they improved. Yeah, they felt so better. Yeah. So it depends one, on the individual. One, one mercury yeah. filling your mouth. Mm. I mean, every cell in your body will have mm. mercury in it. Yeah. I'm just counting my mercury fillings in my mouth now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're going to have a chat with John at the end. And, and, and six. And so. I think the thing to think is just by getting your mercury fillings out isn't necessarily going to heal you of no. any ailments. No. And no dentist is going to promise that. No, 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 no. And I say we can't sit here and, and be promoting, oh, everybody yeah. get out and take all this mercury out. It's a personal for some, choice. And for, for some people, it's better just to make sure you don't have any more put back in mm. as dentistry fails and needs replacing. Yes. It's, it's not for everyone to rush in and get all their mercury fillings no. ripped out. No. But just... Uh, and you've got to keep it in proportion. I mean, if you're weighing 23 stone, smoke, etc., yes. having your mercury fillings out will not make you run a marathon. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have got everything in a line and then you think, well, I'm still not right, it may be worth looking into, right? I mean, that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say, John, you have a lot of what Mark and uh, as, as show me, they refer to as the worried well? Kind of people who are quite health conscious, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's a good yeah, kind of yeah. description of a lot yeah. of your, your yeah. clients there, yeah. sort of thing. I, mean, I don't see many of the twenty-three stone. No, no, no. they're not proactive in their health. They're not that interested no. in no. improving. Yeah. But once they switch over mm. to our side of thinking, yes, yeah, yeah, it's part of the the whole process, isn't it? Great stuff. Um, we're pretty much uh, coming to the end there. I'm just trying to think. Was there anything else? So the countries which it's banned in, European countries are... Well, the Scandinavian. Scandinavian mm -hmm. countries, Germany, yeah. uh, banned. Um, still not banned here. Oh, little thing then. They, the, the, a, a reason why mercury is 
been shown historically to be negative. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of something called Mad Hatter's disease. Yeah. Mad as a hatter. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now that term comes actually from the use of mercury. When it, back in the day, when these hat makers used to make, I guess, bowler hats and, and things mm -hmm. like that, they used to use the mercury to, 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 to sort of um, make the hats in the process. And by the time they get into their 50s and 60s, these, these chaps would go potty. Absolutely. And um, they'd be a bit erratic and a bit hyperactive and a bit crazy or whatever. Yeah. And uh, hence the term uh, came in, uh, he's as mad as a hatter sort of thing. So in the area of Britain, around Luton. Right, great. Um, Luton football team. Uh, Nickname is yeah. the Hatters. The Hatters. Ah, see, another yeah. little uh, good. The link there. Brilliant, great <laughs> football. Hey, we'd have a good uh, quiz there, John, uh, yeah. with some of this stuff. So, just for you to kind of have a little story there to realise the effect that Mercury's had historically and that it's still having on our, our minds, and that is the big thing for me, is it, it does cloud your mind and it, and it can affect you if you've got a ton of Mercury in your system and it's there for 50, 60 years, you know, the, the, there's a strong likelihood that you're going to have some sort of deterioration in your mental health. It ain't going to be as good as it could have been, uh, and that's for sure. So that's uh, something maybe help you to, to remember that. It's a diff there's another topic just to go into that. In the mental health and, and stuff, yeah. yeah. As you say, you've, uh, you've gone into that in a great in depth. Lectures, you've done a lot on that. Well, it's another half hour to yeah. talk. There we are. Well, perhaps we'll get you back in to, to do that. And... Um, that would have been the talk you did for Phil in the the Muscle Body yeah. Mind uh, yeah. course. Brilliant, great. Say Phil, the chap's name's Phil Richards. We hopefully get Phil on to do an interview soon about um, the benefits of supplements and, and supplementation in general. Mark, any other questions or anything you want to add no, to no, um, the stuff. kind of topic of mercury there? No, I'll be making an appointment with John's pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> get that stuff out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Being one of the worried well. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. not worried, I'm just well. <laughs> just well, good, <laughs> fantastic. Okie dokie, so just a short one there today um, on, the, on the mercury. A uh, um, little bit of housekeeping as normal. Always asking you guys for questions. Please submit them. This is how it all works. Email a question across to me at info at richard-clark.co.uk and then we'll have specific episodes where we'll answer five, six, seven questions um, and hopefully yours will be on it. Um, so thank you for listening and thank you from me. And thank you from me. And thank you for me. Okay, have, uh, um, I was going to say have a lovely weekend because it's Friday and we're <laughs> recording. Gentlemen, have a lovely weekend and uh, thank you for coming and we'll see everybody on the next episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye now. You, Me and the GP Radio Show is intended for general information purposes and is not meant to diagnose, treat or cure any disease. It is not designed to provide specific advice and anyone with a medical problem should seek the advice from their own doctor. Please note, we accept absolutely no responsibility if you turn into a fitter, stronger, more energetic and all-round better version of yourself. To get the show notes, just head on over to richard-clark.co.uk.